you know, people have this idea of what a CEO is. They think, oh, you just, you're your own boss. It's amazing. And you make your own schedule. Yeah, right. You know, um, the, the, the point of being a CEO is you're doing something you love, but it's definitely not easy. It's definitely not a walk in the park. You know, there's still a lot of challenges, a lot of ups and downs. Um, it's a roller coaster. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Lisa, Led, Lindsay Wander of Worldwise Tutor, and Lindsay, it's awesome to have you on the show. Nice to be here. Definitely super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Lindsay so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Lindsay is the founder and CEO of Worldwise Tutoring, as well as the founder and president of the nonprofit Educate, Radiate, and Elevate. Worldwise Tutoring provides services to students of all ages and all abilities in all subjects. Educate, Radiate, Elevate provides complimentary tutoring to low-income students of color. With both businesses, her mission is to provide quality instruction in academics, enrichment, and test prep that is deliberately uh, intertwined with lessons of metacognition, executive functions, and interpersonal skills. Her 60 plus highly educated and experienced tutors provide highly effective lessons to help their students grow their confidence, independent lifelong learners who become competent and conscious leaders. They teach our students how to be agents of change in their own lives and the lives of those around them so that they no longer need a tutor. Lindsay, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Your, your bio got me all choked up for the, all the awesome work that you're doing. So um, I wanted to kick everything off by hearing a little bit more on how you got started with your business and your nonprofit. Could you take us through a little bit more about that and your CEO story? Yeah, well, I definitely didn't grow up saying I wanted to be a business owner. That's for sure. <laughs> right. um, I went to school originally for biomedical engineering wow. and had these degrees and was like, yeah, I just don't really like being in the lab. And so I did a bunch of internships throughout the US and abroad to try to figure out what am I gonna do with these science and math degrees? And one of my jobs involved education um, and I fell in love. So I went back to school, got my teaching credential, much to a lot of people's surprise, like how are you going from being an engineer to being a teacher? And then added to that, I started teaching in South Central, um, which is a low income neighborhood of California. So there was a lot of you know naysayers in the beginning until they saw me teach. Then it was like, okay, this is where you're supposed to be. Um, I loved it. I loved my students. I loved my classroom. I loved the freedom and the creativity it gave me. But it was really hard to not be able to give that one-on-one -on -one attention to the kids who needed it. And so I was tutoring on the side the entire time as well. And when I moved from California to Chicago, I decided um, to go ahead and just do it full-time, the tutoring full-time. So that it, basically my goal was to help the children where the current traditional system just wasn't working for them, whatever reason that was. Um, I quickly outgrew myself, was kind of forced into having to hire people because I was either doing that or turning people away. And here I am a decade later with two businesses um, in two different states with tutors in two different states and then helping students across the world. So I love it. I'm, I'm still able to have that creativity and that impact but I feel like it's in a in a deeper way with um, the kids that just really, really need that one-on-one. -on -one. 
Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I love how you've been able to kind of grow that and, and to, to be able to, to service, you know, the, those students and, and help them out and meet them where they are. It kind of sounds like you were saying as well, too, because I think so many times we um, and I think, you know, from an education standpoint, it's always like this is the curriculum. This is what we do. But we don't necessarily just like in business, I think a lot of times serve the people that we are trying to help. And we forget that aspect of actually meeting them where they are, having those you know opportunities for them to do that. So I definitely commend you for being able to do that and build that and, and, and take that pivot, you know, when all the naysayers might have been saying something different. Well, and it's funny that you bring that up because a lot of the basis of how I teach now is from an entrepreneurial mindset. Mm. And I also teach from the place of thinking like a scientist, um, which I am at heart. And so the idea of meeting people where they are, being an active listener, having empathy, um, being able to be resilient through the ups and the downs and the challenges, that's all things that are part of the entrepreneurial world, which are skills that aren't necessarily taught. And I feel like school age is the perfect time to teach those skills in a, in a situation where the stakes are much lower. You know, it's a math test, I get it, but you're gonna learn these valuable skills. If you fail it, there's lessons to learn from failure. I'd rather you learn that lesson now than later in life, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. And then in terms of like thinking like a scientist, I, I really take an experimental approach. You know, let's try this, let's see if it works. If it doesn't work, no big deal. Let's question things, let's wonder, let's come up with creative ways to problem solve this. Let's let's hypothesize things that might work. Um, really bringing the joy into learning again, that, that inquisitiveness that a lot of kids lose when we kind of say to them, here's the answer, get to it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's a lot of our kids have another way to get there. And, and we really try to, um, embrace that and empower them to find their own paths to get the right answer, whatever that might be, because that's really a, a skill for life, that creative problem solving and that innovation. Yeah, and I appreciate you for sharing that because I know you said that entrepreneurial part, but I feel like that is something that you use in every different aspect as all of us have experienced, you know, this past year where things have not been as they normally were and you had to be resilient, you had to look at things in a different way, you had to adjust and change. And those are really foundational skills that I appreciate you for sharing. And, you know, I've taught in the past too. And, and one of the things that I've always appreciated is the, the ability to kind of, like you said, you know, tap into that entrepreneurial spirit to help these kids, whether they become a scientist, whether they become a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, attorney, whatever that might be, but you need to have those foundational skills. So I appreciate you for doing that so much. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. So you're welcome, but it's fun <laughs> yes. for me too. <laughs> yes, win-win win-win situations are always great. Totally, uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper. I know um, I read a little bit about, you know, how you work with your clients and, and your, your students, and I know you did as well too. Could you drill down a little bit deeper? Tell us a little bit more about that for both the nonprofit and the business. So in both cases, we really take a personalized approach and it kind of goes back to what I was saying with that think like a scientist. Um, I'd start out from a place of questioning and trying to figure out, you know, with hypothesizing what what's going on with this kid. Yes, okay, they're failing a class, but it's not because they're not incapable. There's something else going on, whether it be anxiety, whether it be trauma, whether it be not having appropriate skills showed to them, whatever it is, there's something else that's preventing them from achieving this great appropriate curriculum that's been literally geared towards their age group. Um, and so I, I really dig and try to figure that out. I also work really hard to bring in similar mindset teachers. I feel like that's a big superpower of mine. Um, I can spot, and I, I think you know what I mean, you can spot those teachers from a mile away where they have that heart and they're willing to go the extra mile because honestly, a lot of tutoring companies won't touch the stuff we touch. They're just gonna sit there and do homework with them. And that's not what I'm trying to do. I, I, my goal is to get the kids off of tutoring, like you said in the bio. So it's so much more than just sitting there and being a crutch you know, for them, we're, we're more of a coach. 
Um, and so once I have those great educators and then I have a good idea of what's happening with the student, it's almost like a matchmaking. Um, I then know who is gonna work best together and I present those options to the families and they make the final decision. And from there, it's literally just magic. Um, I always follow up with the families, follow up with the tutors and I get the same response every time. It's great, a perfect match. I'm like, yeah, I know, <laughs> you know, because that's my superpower. Um, so it really comes down to getting to know my students personally getting to know my educators personally and finding who they are beyond those surface value grade scores or resume and trying to figure out how can I best put them in a place that they're mutually happy. You know, like I said, I check in with the tutors as well and they're like, oh my gosh, I love this kid. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> like you guys really blend together. So I think that's the magic potion is, is going a bit deeper with everyone. And while it does take a little bit of time in the beginning, the time saved with having to fix mistakes and problems later on and keeping clients and they refer people and not having to spend so much time with marketing and all of that, it's totally worth it. And it's so much more enjoyable um, and rewarding. So I think that that's a big key of what makes us successful. I, I definitely appreciate that. And, and so I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So one of the things that I've really been working on, especially in this past year, is improving my, excuse me, my online presence, um, especially because that's where a lot of my clients are. I have a lot of my parents are on social media, um, you know, expressing their grievances. A lot of them are looking online for tips and advice. And so trying to find a way to get them engaged has been a big part of what I've been working on. Um, again, finding where they are, meeting them where they're at. And I found originally this whole social media and blogging to be really overwhelming. While it is helpful and it does bring people in, it's extremely time consuming. And I tried a bunch of different uh, resources for that. And I finally came across Content Studio, which I'm obsessed with. Um, it's like less than $100 for the whole year and publishes on all your social media, including your blogs and everything with no limitations. Other ones had limits on what kind of LinkedIn account you had or wouldn't do your Google My Business or, you know, certain things. There's no limitations on this. It'll post everywhere. Super user friendly. Um, I'll give you guys a discount code for it that we'll put in the show notes, but it has been a major game changer. Yeah, absolutely. Always looking for that easy button to, to make it a little bit easier for us to stay in our zone of genius. And, and so now I want to ask you for what I call a, a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you touched on already, but it might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Probably if I was going to tell something to myself years ago that I wish I had done sooner is to be more open to networking, I hate that word, but I'll use it because it's understood, but forming relationships um, with people who aren't in my field. I thought that people, the only people who would really understand my business were other tutoring companies. And when it comes down to it, those are my competitors. So they're not really gonna be there for advice and a sounding board. What I've noticed the past several years is it's often people in totally different fields that have this advice that I can then mold for my business that I would have never come to um, my con uh, conclusion. And it's totally different than what the other tutoring companies are doing because they're kind of stuck in their lane. I definitely appreciate that. And, and so I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Lindsay, what does being a CEO mean to you? It's a great question. Um, I, I, no wonder it's your favorite. <laughs> I would say 
you know, people have this idea of what a CEO is. They think, oh, you just, you're your own boss. It's amazing. And you make your own schedule. Yeah, right. You know, um, the, the, the point of being a CEO is you're doing something you love, but it's definitely not easy. It's definitely not a walk in the park. You know, there's still a lot of challenges, a lot of ups and downs. Um, it's a roller coaster. It really tests you in terms of your self-worth and you you tend to really intertwine who you are as a person into the business you own and when your business takes a hit you take a hit and so it is a very um, complicated role to take on but i would say the best part of it um, is being in a position where i can help bring out the best in others and that's something I didn't really foresee. I mean, I'm a teacher, you know, and I, I kind of see myself as a teacher first before I am a business owner. And I really do that with my students, try to help them find their strengths and help them bring out, you know, I call them their glows and grows, you know, what are they really good at and what can we grow at? Um, what I found now is I'm in a really unique position of teaching the teachers and bringing out the best in them. And it's been interesting, you know, I, I didn't, anticipate this, um, but the feedback I've been getting from them is often, you know, more um, empowering to me than sometimes the feedback I get from my kids. You know, it's been life-changing for a lot of my tutors to be able to be in the positions they're in, to feel empowered to do what they do. And a lot of it is doing that work, that legwork in the beginning to make sure they feel like they have everything in place to do their job well, supporting them along the way, but also having, you know, high expectations for them but supporting them to meet those expectations. Really the same things I do for my students, I'm now doing for these adults. And um, it's been really, really cool side effect of being a CEO. So I would say being a CEO is really about being an effective leader and, and bringing out the best in those people that you're leading. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lindsay, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. So I guess, you know, as you're passing the mic to me, the biggest thing I would say, especially in times that are going on right now, we have a lot of kids home because of the pandemic. And I feel like education is just going to be altered, you know, from here on out is to encourage parents and educators to consider the other part of learning, really think about um, what's really vital for our kids to know beyond just that math and that language arts and, and think more about the social and the emotional, think more about the deeper, you know, the soft skills we call them um, and, and understand that unless those are addressed, you know, the other things are gonna continue to be challenging. So. So embracing those, and I would say that as well for business owners, you know, it, it's it's not just, that's why I say competent and conscious leaders. It's not just about what's on their resume and what skills they have on the surface. You know, it's about those deeper attributes um, that you can either help bring out of them or that you should be seeking when you hire them. So I really encourage everyone to look beyond that surface and go a little deeper to who that person is. And if you can, you know, bring out those positive attributes that you know are there um, because it really will make everything a lot easier. <laughs> Whether you're a business owner or a parent or a teacher, it'll make things a lot smoother. In terms of finding us um, for Worldwise Tutoring, which is my for-profit, you can go to worldwisetutoring.com. And like I said, I have a robust social media, so you can find Worldwise Tutoring 
on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, even LinkedIn, um, Google My Business, we're all over. And then my nonprofit is called Educate, Radiate, Elevate. You can find us at educateradiateelevate.org, or if that's hard, you can do eretutoring.org. It'll take you to the same place. Um, and we're also on social media, Educate, Radiate, Elevate. And that's where both places you'll find a lot of resources and advice for parents and students and educators, as long as well as some things for business owners, um, a lot of free events. So I definitely encourage people to, to check those out. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much, Lindsay. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well as your hack that you mentioned as well, too. And I, I think it's just so important to be able to build, you know, that foundation when we're talking about business. But as you said so well, it's even more important to build it for us as individuals and as humans to be able to have some of those soft skills that are so important over this past year and will be even more important as we move on and figure out what the new normal ends up being. So I definitely appreciate you for reminding us of that, for playing a part in that in so many lives. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.